Welcome to One Thing from Genesis. Thanks for joining us. I'm Scott, and as we look at just one thing from Genesis week by week, I hope we both better understand God's supremacy and the hope, joy, and purpose He intends for our daily lives. God longs for a deep relationship with all people, and He's given us the Bible as the way to understand Him and what He wants to give us. Each week, we'll look at one thing and see how it applies to our daily lives. So with that, let's look at one thing from Genesis. Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 3 read as follows. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the previous famine in Abraham's time, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I doubt you and I have a great appreciation for what a famine means. Some of us may know what it means to wonder where your next meal comes from, but famine means months of food insecurity that leads to starvation. What was Isaac thinking as he struggled with the lack of food? He was afraid for his wife and two sons. Famine was not uncommon, so he had experienced the death and destruction famine can bring. Isaac took his family on the road that led to the fertile land of Egypt. But on the way, God appeared to him and gave him clear instruction to stay away from Egypt. You and I don't often get instructions as clear as Isaac did from God, but we have to make plans just like Isaac. The choice before Isaac was to follow his plan or God's plan. Which do you usually choose? If you are like me, you normally formulate your own plan and then maybe ask God to bless it. But on reflection, my plan is usually colored by all the things that the world tells me are important. The world tells me I deserve happiness, a nice home or car, nice clothes. It tells me that I should be popular, successful, and above all, pursue my own path, challenging others if they stand in my way. You've seen the Instagram lives where we only see the beautiful things and none of the struggle. But we wear ourselves out trying to craft that life. We carry the burden of trying to achieve the desires of this world that we can never achieve. Consider instead what following God's perfect plan might mean for you. The idea of a perfect plan of God is based on our belief that God himself is perfect that he only makes right choices. And because he also loves you, he only chooses the best for you. God has designed a perfect plan for your greatest good. But no life is trouble-free, whether it's based on God's plan or ours. When our motto is my life, my way, and things do not go well, we can be filled with exhaustion hopelessness, worry, and discouragement. Life's circumstances can seem crushing when our plan goes awry. But when we look to God in His perfect plan, based on His perfect character, we can look at the challenges of life as opportunities to understand that the God who loves us is shaping us through those trials. We see specific direction from God in our passage today, but we don't usually receive specific direction from God on how we can follow His perfect plan for us. 
but he does give us general principles from his word to point us in the right direction. Here are a few. We are all made in God's image and equally valuable in his sight. So we should do unto others as we would like them to do to us. We should focus on God over the things of this world, not seeking material gain, but appreciating it when we receive it. We're called to maintain sexual purity, abstaining from sex outside of marriage, and giving our intimate moments only to our spouse. And we are called to pray, to worship, and to be in fellowship in the context of a local church, gathered together, supporting and encouraging each other. As we apply these principles to our lives and begin to seek God's perfect plan for us in the midst of our challenges, we can come to more deeply understand how God loves us and provides for us. Then we can continue to look at his word and find more of his instructions on how to live the life he has planned for us. I hope these few thoughts about one thing from Genesis encourages you to dig deeper into the Bible. Until next week, here's hoping you'll find one more thing from Genesis.